Okay, welcome everyone. We have um, a big program for tonight. First, we're going to have a shir on the parsha, parsha's b'shalach, followed by some uh, thoughts on tu b'shvat. So, um, tonight's shir, first we want to thank the sponsor of Sefer Shemois, the Zakheim family, Leonishmas of Shloima, Ben Harav Yaakov, Shamashav and Aliyah, Biyomei Yosef, Mashbachar Biyaskal Tzedek, by the Israeli family, Leonishmas, their father, Mayor Ben David, Shamashav and Aliyah. Tonight's shir is sponsored by our good friend Rabbi Yaakov Tubi of Los Angeles, um, in honor of his Bar Mitzvah Parsha, Shkayach Rabbi Yaakov. He should have many, many happy and healthy years. Simchas Anachas Adbiyas Gal Tzedek, and also sponsored by our dear friend Rabbi Nassim Wadler, Le'ilay Nishmas, his grandmother, Pesel Bas, Rabbi Moshe David, and Shom Shem Naliyashu, and Melz Yoshe for Zol Mishpacha, for Simchas Anachas Besuras Toivos, Adbiyas Goyal Tzedek. Okay, so Parshas B'Shalach. There is an amazing psak of the Magen Avram, Rabbi Avram Gambino, one of the great Noisei uh, Kelem on Shulchan the most concise of all the Noisei Kelem. In fact, one of the reasons why the Magen Avram was so concise is he was very poor. In fact, he was so poor that he could not afford a pen and paper and a portion of his commentary he wrote on the walls of his home. So the Magen Avram Paskins, based on the Gemara Brachas, that firstly we know that there's a mitzvah every day to remember the Exodus, to remember Yitzhak Sayyim. The Pasuk says, Remember this day that you left Egypt. Well, let's say you don't uh, say, Ani Hashem Eloikeichem Asher Mitzrayim, but instead you learn a halacha that is, uh, discusses the Exodus. Let's say you learn a halacha, do you have to mention the Exodus at night? You learn a halacha, uh, whatever the halacha may be about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, says the Magen Avram, you're Yitzhi. Comes the Magen Avram and he offers the psak of the, uh, the million dollar psak. Says the Magen Avram, Venerali, it appears to me, Certainly, if you say Oz Yashir, you're Yitzhi, the mitzvah of Zechiras, Yitzhiyas, Mitzrayim. Why? Because you're remembering that God took us out of Mitzrayim. After all, we were about to, uh, so to speak, leave for good. And there was this big body of water in the way. And when there's water in the way, there's no way to cross. They didn't have bridges. They didn't have the Brooklyn Bridge. Somebody tried to sell it to them, but they didn't want to buy it. And they had no way to cross the uh, Yamsuf other than uh, splitting. So that's how they got out. So if you say, Oz Yashir Yisrael, you say the whole thing. Sus, sus, as in, not sus. That's another important one. There's no such thing as a sus. I don't know what a sus is, but sus, as in, you know, you pronounce it like the, the medical professional who wrote many nursery rhymes. Sus. That's sus v'reichvai. Rama Vayam. Okay, so says the Magen Avram that if you say Shiras Hayam, you are Yoitse, the mitzvah of Zechiras Yitzias Mitzrayim. After all, you know, there's no special, specific formula or specific pasuk you have to say. You remember that God split the sea, that does the job. That should be good enough. Comes the Heiligach Sam Soifer, 
And the Chassam Soifer says, in his Hagoyis and Shulchan Aruch and Simon Samach Zayin, says the Chassam Soifer, V'ani choichich bazeh. I question this. Because in the Oz Yashir, it does not mention the day that we left Egypt. Doesn't the Pasuk say, look at number 6 in Re'e, Don't eat on it, Chametz. Shivas Yamim, Toichalalav Matzois, Lechem, Oini, Kivichi Pazayin, Yatsasame, Eretz Mitzrayim, Laman Tizkar, Es yoim tzeischa me'eretz mitzrayim. Kol yimichayecha. That's for Yamtev. But, what? To remember the day that we left Egypt. Now, what day did we leave Egypt? Now, okay, good question. What day did we leave Egypt? We left Egypt the 15th day of Nisan. Now, when did they say Az Yashir? The 21st day of Nisan. So, what? On the seventh day, by the way, um, there's a piyot to sing on, on Tubishvat. And it's the same tuba, it's the, it's the piyot of, uh, that you sing at a brismila, and it's the piyot of Shvi Shal Pasach, Yoim, Yoim Liyabosha. So, Rav Moshe Morgenstern had Rachmanus on you about this piyot, but we're, we're gonna get you, Bezashem, for the next one. Um, what, what, what the Russian said by a bris. By a bris, yeah. And it's also Shvi Shal Pasach. Now, the mitzvah says that you have to remember the day that you left Egypt. The Torah is makbid. Laman tizkar es yoim tzeschad. Do you remember the day that you left? If you see, sing the Shira Sayam, that is not the day that we left. That's seven days later. So how could you be mekayim the mitzvah of Laman tizkar es yoim? The day, the day, that day. The Torah is saying you have to remember that day. The, the, the Kriyas Yamsuf is not a memorial of that day. It's a memorial of what happened seven days later. Says Zuchsam Soifer, how could you be Yoytzei the Mitzvah of Zechiris Yitzchias Mitzrayim by saying the Az Yashir? Furthermore, the Chassam Soifer asks um, that you have to remember the Exodus. It's just the Chachamim added, you should also remember Kriyas Yamsuf. That's why, if you could do one of two things, say the last Pasuk of Shema, or say Emes V'yatsev. Emes V'yatsev is preferable. Why is Emes V'yatsev preferable? Because not only does it talk about Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, it also mentions Kriyas Yamsuf. So, in, right, we say V'zeidem Tibata, V'didem Havarta, so we talk about Kriyas Yamsuf as well. But nobody would say that merely mentioning Kriyas Yamsuf supplants Zechiras Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Certainly, it's, it's, an, it's a nice addition, but L'chud... Just to remember, Kriyas Yamsuf alone says Achsam Soifer Loi Mahani. Furthermore, says Achsam Soifer that okay, so that's what Achsam Soifer says that the Chachomim added Gam Kriyas Yamsuf, and therefore Emes V'Yatsuf is better than the Parsha of Tzitzis. But Shiras Hayam Luchud will not help. Shiras Hayam Luchud will not help. That's the Kasha Achsam Soifer. Good Kasha is real. Yeah. Okay, as we all says, the good kasha. Comes with a kivager. Then the Chassam Sofer says that even according to the Magen Avram, that, that you are Mekayim, the midst of the Chiras Yitzchitz Mitzrayim, by saying the Shiras Hayam, that's only if you're Mechavein, to be Mekayim, the midst of the Chiras Yitzchitz Mitzrayim, by saying Shiras Hayam. 
if you didn't have it in mind, you will not be yotzei the mitzvah zechias yitzias mitzrayim because mitzvos need kavana. If you do a mitzvah and you don't have kavana, in other words, let's say a person goes to shul, he puts on tefillin, and when he puts on the tefillin, he just thinks, I don't know, what am I doing? I'm, I'm doing something nice. He doesn't get any mitzvah. Why? Because he didn't think specifically. I am fulfilling the mitzvah of HaKadosh Baruch We paskin mitzvahs, tzvichos, kavah. Comes Rabbi Kivega. L'shem Yichud? Who says L'shem Yichud? That's the Kavana for The Noid Vihuda said not to say it, so what they do? But he changed his mind, right? He never changed his mind. But, um, you want to say it, you could say it. But, um, anyway. Why wouldn't you say it? Yes. Why wouldn't you say L'shem I am the Torah anytime that come. The Mach, the Minagash Ganaz doesn't say. Why? Look in the Noid Behuda. Comes Rabbi Kivager. And Rabbi Kivager says that my son in law, the Chassam Soifer, the Abezin of Preshburg, in his Chuva printed in the Sefer Yama Talmud, questions the Psak of the Magan Avram. Because the Torah is Makbid, you need to remember the day you left Mitzrayim. Says Rabbi Kiva Eger, in my humble opinion, the Torah of truth was in the mouth of Moshe, of my son-in-law. Why? Because if you look in the Medrash and Shemais Rabbah, look carefully in the words of Rabbi Kiva Eger, the rabbis taught someone who says Shema must mention Kriyas Yamsov and must mention Makas B'chayros. That's what we spoke about last week, the importance of remembering Makas B'chayros in Zechiras Yitzis Mitzrayim. Why? Because Makas B'chayros was what element of, of, of Yitzis Mitzrayim? The? Pidyayim. Makas B'chayros was a pidyayim. Give the man a cigar. Okay. Makas B'chayros was in... Uh, ah. But if you don't say Makas B'chayros, Layatza, the question is, huh? What does that got to do with the price of tea in China? He's trying to prove if you don't say uh, that that you have to say Kriyas Yamsov. Um, he's trying to prove that Kriyas Yamsov is is good to mention. But if you just say Kriyas Yamsov and you don't mention Zechiras Yitzias Mitzrayim, you're not Yoytze. So what's he talking about? Emesviyatsev over here. What's going on over here? So the Hagois on the Rabbi Kivager says there's a Ta'as Soifer in Rabbi Kivager. And in our version of the Medrash, it says that you should say Kriyas Yamsov. If you don't mention it, you don't go back. But if you don't say Zechiras Yitzias Mitzrayim, you, you do go back. You do go back. So that's, uh, that's a raya to the position of Rabbi Kivegar and Lachsam Soifer that it is critical to mention the day you left Egypt. And Kriyas Yamsov is just, an Adifos is just a uh, Maila. By the way, Rav Vosner has a tshuva on this particular uh, Gersa and Rabbi Kiva Eger. Uh, speaking of, about Rav Vosner, I'm not going to say where I was yesterday because if you say you were in certain places, then you have to do certain things. So wherever I was, I was, but I was on a plane and um, I look on the plane and somebody looked very familiar. There was somebody sitting, he was learning the whole time. And it was the Nite Gavriel. The Nite Gavriel was on the plane. So uh, I went over to him, I asked first him. Class, first class, first class. Can't, uh, conf- you know, confidentiality, uh, my confidentiality, rabbinic confidentiality agreement, I can't disclose what he was sitting in, what I was sitting in. Put it this way, we, we weren't in the same section. And, <laughs> and, um, and I asked him a number of uh, interesting shilas, 
But he learned, his son, who I, I was sitting next to for part of the ride, his son told me that Rav Vosner used to come to America 40 years ago to collect for the yeshiva. And back then, nobody knew who he was. So he would uh, spend the whole day learning. And the Nitei Gavriel would... Uh, the Nitei Gavriel was... Um, learned a lot from Rav Vosner. And I was watching the Nitei Gavriel on the plane and he was learning from the Svarim of Maran, Rav Yosef, for part of the time. <laughs> so very interesting. Anyway, so if you look in our Gersa of the Medrash, the Medrash says in number five, Vayiru ha'ames Hashem shanu rabbeisenu, someone who says Shema, you need to mention Kriyas Yamsuf, Emakas Bechoyrois, and Emes Fiyatsev, and if you didn't mention it, you don't go back. But if you don't mention Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, you do go back. This supports Rabbi Kibeger against the Magen Avram. In other words, the Magen Avram says that if you say Kriyas Yamsuf alone, it's good enough. And here, the Medrash says over here, if you just mention Kriyas Yamsuf, and you don't mention the day we left Egypt, you're not Yotzei. So we have two bomb kashas on the Magen Avram. Magen Avram says it's good enough to say Oz Yasher. Question number one is, you got to remember the day we left Egypt. And question number two is, the Medrash says explicitly, if you just mention Kriyas Yamsuf, it doesn't cut it. Okay. So Rabbi Isai, we are now holding on the holy day of Tu B'Shvat. Not that this is a Tu B'Shvat shir. And um, in the Sefer Imre Noyam, or mayor of Jacob, he brings an idea, and we bring it in the Sefer Amporim, the Magrakia Amporim. It's also in the English book that if Tu B'Shvat is 30 days before Purim, that means since there's an idea, you start learning about um, Purim. Therefore, Tu B'Shvat is the day that we start preparing for Purim. So let's start preparing for Purim. Purim is my favorite. And let's learn the Gemara Megillah on Daf Yudalad. The Gemara Megillah says on Daf Yudalad, Tan Rabbana, Arboim Ushmoine Nevi'im V'Sheva Nevi'as Nesnabalam L'Yisrael. In the course of our history, we had 48 prophets and 47 prophetesses. They did not detract and they did not add to what it says in the Torah, except for the mitzvah of Mikra Megillah. The only thing the prophets added to the Torah is the mitzvah of reading the Megillah. Says the Gemara, what did, the, what did they darshan? Why did they add the mitzvah of Mikra Megillah? Says the Gemara, Amar Avchia Bar Avin, Amar Ben Karcha, they made a kavachimer. You know what a Kavachomer is? Ira. Kavachomer is an a fortiori argument. Right? You know that from law school, right? So, of course. So, in Latin, that means Kavachomer. What's a Kavachomer? Kavachomer is if a lenient thing could do something, a severe thing could definitely, right? If, let's say, a kid in the minor leagues could hit a ball out of the park, then a major leaguer who weighs 275 pounds and injects himself with human growth hormone certainly could hit the bull out of the park. That's a kavachimer, right? Interesting enough, though. Didn't the first time they said that they wanted to do Purim as like an actual holiday, the Great Assembly said no? Yeah, right. It's very good. They said no, and they actually had to request it twice, though. Yeah, very good. So the Gemara Megillah says that when Mordechai wanted to legislate Purim, they wanted to make it as a yamtif, and uh, the the Jews said, "No thanks, we don't want a yamtif. We'll give out shalachmanis. We'll give it. We'll have. We'll read the Megillah, but we're not accepting it as a yamtif." And they and they had to reread legislate it without it being a yamtif. Yeah, yeah once discussed that. Were there more than seven prophecies? Yeah, 
You mean your Rebbitzin? Who else? What? So the Gemara, the Gemara later says that really there were millions. Keflayim kiyotzim 1.2 million. But only the prophecy that was needed for all generations was recorded. So these were the main prophets of Israel. The Gemara says, well, how did they add Mikra Megillah? The Gemara says they made a Kavachaymer. If when God took the Jews out of Egypt, we sang Shira, which was from servitude to freedom, from when Haman tried to kill the Jews, which was death to life, so the Gemara is saying that the, the prophets made a Kavachaymer. If when Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, which was Misa Lechayim, which was, excuse me, Avdus Lecheros, we sang Shira. Certainly when Hashem rescued us from Haman, we have to sing Shira. You get the Cheshman? Kal If when you're released from servitude, you gotta sing. When your life is saved, you gotta sing. Comes the Shagas Aryeh. Rab Aryeh Leib Ginsberg. The Shagas Aryeh. And he asks, the, the Rosh Abbezin of Metz, he asks, what exactly is the Avdus Lecheros? In other words, when did we sing Shira when we left Egypt? No? The Shira Sayyam, Oz Yashir. Rashi says, May Avdus Lecheros. Look in the Rashi number 8. I blew it up 200 times. Be'etzias Mitzrayim Amru Shira Alayam. When we left Egypt, we sang Oz Yashir. Ask the Ashagis Listen to the Kabbalah Chaymer. If when we left Egypt, which was from servitude to freedom, we sang Oz Yashir, then when we left, then when Hashem saved us from Haman, we certainly should read Megillah Sester. Ask the Shagasari, what are you talking about? When the Shiras Hayam, the song that we sang on day 7, that was not from servitude to freedom. That was from death to life. What do you think the, the Mitzvah wanted to do? Put us on a leash and make us go wash the floors again? They're going to kill us. So that was also Mimi Salachayim. So it's not a Kavachoymer. Maybe it's a Mamatzinu. Once it's a Mamatzinu, we know when you make a Mamatzinu, you could ask what's called a Percha Kaldahu. You could come up with any <laughs> distinction. How could the Gemara say it's a Kavachoymer from Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim? The Shira Alayam was not Avdus Lechiros. It was Misalachayim. So it's not a Kavachoymer. But by the way, we could say as follows. It comes out very nice. What parsha do we read the week of Tu B'Shvat, the week that we start preparing for Purim? B'Shalach, the Shiras Hayam. What is the root and the source of Purim and Megillah, Esther? Shiras Hayam. So the Shoyresh of Purim is the Shiras Hayam, which we read about 30 days before Purim. It's interesting, right? The Kriyas Yamsuf, which is the root of Purim, is the parsha we read about 30 days before Purim. Okay. So we are. We have two questions on the table. We have the question of uh, the Chassam Soif and Rabbi Kiva Eger, and we have the question of the Shagas Aryeh. The question of Chassam Soif and Rabbi Kiva Eger is how could the Magen Avram say it's good enough to say Az Yashir, that's not the day we left Egypt? And the question of the Shagas Aryeh is how could the Gemara say that Az Yashir is Avdus Lechiros, not true, Az Yashir is Mimisa Lechayim? So we're going to offer an astounding approach, an amazing approach, this comes from the Sefer Yareach Lamayadim of Rabbi Rucham Olshen. And let us begin with the Chidush uh, of the Gra. The Gra, the Vilna Gaim. We're learning now Igeras HaGra, the letter of the Gra. Tomorrow we're finishing. By the way, anybody, um, you could join us every day, 5.30. 
Monday to Tuesday and Wednesday, we learn a, a sefer. We went through Tamer the Vaira. We went through Igaris Hagra. Bez Hashem, we're going to start Igaris Haramban. And then we'll see what we do after that. Okay, 5.30 every day on Zoom. Why didn't we sing some kind of shira when we had the Hanan protecting us from the swords and from the spears and from everything? You know, there was also maybe something... Why didn't we sing then? Yeah, you saved our lives just as much as Okay, hold on to that question. Maybe we'll have an answer by the end of this year. In other words, why don't we sing every time Hashem made a miracle to save us? Come to the Grah. Last week's parasha. God comes to the Jewish people. He says, look, I'm taking you out now. I'm fulfilling my promise that I made to Abraham. I told Abraham, that the Jews are going to be 400 years. And then I told Abraham that they're going to leave very wealthy. Um, I brought my boys over to Nitei Gabriel, and he gave them a bracha. They should be big tamidah chachamim and big ashirim. Okay, halavai, right? But the Hadassar Hashem said that avodim be'inu waisam and va'achrichin yitzu berchush gadol. You know the Samar Rebbe said. Samar Rebbe said, "Parnosa, parnosa is for goyim. Being wealthy, that's for yidden, right?" So. <laughs> The uh, 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 Santa Rebbe also said that when that was the Parsha Saman, he said he said that Parsha Saman only holds you until nine o'clock. After nine o'clock, you gotta go out and make a living. I hear that. You mean the school to Parnassus to get a job? Only yeah, that also works. Yeah, but it's easier to say Parsha Saman. Okay, so <laughs> the Vilna Gaon says that um, the Vilna Gaon says that. Why did Hashem have to beg the Jewish people to take the spoils of Mitzrayim? Right? Hashem says, I beg you to take the spoils of Mitzrayim. Because I told Avram that you're going to be enslaved. And I told Avram you're going to be wealthy. And he's going to say, you only fulfilled the enslaved part. You didn't fulfill the wealth. So I beg you, please, 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 um, take the money. God has to beg Jews to take money? You have to beg Jews to take money? You know... I don't think you're going to have to beg people to take it. And Bechlal, the Medr says, you know what this is analogous to? The Medr says, you know why Hashem had to beg us? Because it's analogous to a prisoner. You tell the prisoner, prisoner, you're going to go out tomorrow, not only that, I'm going to give you $1,000 bills. Prisoner says, take me out today, and I'm moichol the money. Ask the Gra, what does that have to do with anything? They were leaving that, they were leaving that day. But this is analogous to a case where you tell a prisoner, you're going to leave today and I'm going to give you a million dollars. So the prisoner says, good, I want to leave today and give me a million dollars. The Jews weren't leaving tomorrow, they were leaving today. It, it, it was the day of Makas B'chayrois. So what's what the matter is saying, Moshe had to beg the Jewish people to take the money because the Jews said, let me just get out today. Hey, Rabid, you are leaving today. What's exactly, uh, fine. So says the Vilna Gain, the Moshal is a perfect analogy to the Nimshal. You know why? Because even though on the 15th day of Nisan, the Jewish people were free, and Paro said, Guy, Gesundheit, I never want to see you again. Don't let the door hit you as you leave. Nevertheless, the Jews were not redeemed until God punished their enemy on the Amsaf. As Yisroi said, that the Mitzrayim got what they deserved. Because the truth is, Hashem decreed that the Egyptians should enslave us. And they were just doing what Hashem decreed. 
The only thing is, why were they punished? Because they went overboard. They drowned our children, so they deserved to be drowned. So, until God drowned the Egyptians, we were not fully considered to be redeemed. Therefore, you know when we were redeemed from Egypt? On the 21st day of Nisan. We were not really redeemed until the 21st. So what happens? Hashem comes to Moshe and He tells Moshe, tell the Jews, you're leaving today and take the money. So the Jews says, wait a second, we're not leaving anyway for seven days. It's not really considered leaving until seven days. We'd rather leave today. Why don't you drown the Egyptians today and don't give us money? I don't want to leave in seven days and you'll give us money now. I'm Michael the money. We want to leave now. So the mashal and the nimshal is exactly parable. It's like telling a prisoner, you'll leave tomorrow and I'll give you money. And the prisoner says, forget the money, let's leave today. God was telling Klal Yisrael, you're not leaving anyway for seven days. So, and I'll give you money. So Klal Yisrael says, we don't want the money. We want to leave now. What we're going to learn right now is that the Jews were not redeemed until Kriyas Yamsuf. And we're going to explain that. Look at number 11, the Yushalmi in Arvei Psachim. The Yushalmi says, Number 11. The Yushalmi says, "Befroya prois b'Yisrael b'hisnadev am baruchu Hashem." When there are redemptions in the Jewish people, when the nation generously offers to bless Hashem, hisnadvu rashayam kishakash baruchu oisalachem nisim. When God makes a miracle, you should be generous to have a oimrin shira. You should sing shira. The Yushalmi says, "When God makes a miracle for you, you should sing shira." You ready for the kasha? The kasha the Yishami asks, when God took us out of Egypt, we didn't sing Shira. Did you know that? Eitan, on, Pes- on Passover, you know that holiday Passover, that you eat the matzah, and you drink the wine? When the Jews were taken out of Egypt, did they sing Shira to Hashem? No. They sang nothing. They didn't sing anything. So the Yishami asks that uh, if you're supposed to sing Shira to, to uh, Rivani Shalaylam when he makes a miracle, why didn't we sing Shira when we left Mitzrayim? Rav it's good kasha, no? You're bothered by that. That's the Yishami's kasha. That when God took us out of Egypt, why didn't we sing Shira? Answers the Yishami, Shniyohi, that means then it was different. Shehi Tchilas Gulasan, the day that we left Egypt, we were not redeemed. God did not redeem us on the 15th day of Nisan. We were still slaves. Says the Karbanaid on the Yishami. Shani Hasam, that was the beginning of the Gula. It was not the completion of the Gula until we crossed the sea. Likewise, the Pnei Moshe says, the Yitzhiya Sintam was the beginning of the Gula. Meaning, that was only Aschalta de Gula. We were not Nigal Legamri until the Jews were drowned. One, until, until the Egyptians were drowned. Once the Egyptians were drowned, that, what does it say when the Egyptians were drowned? Vayoisha Hashem. God saved them on that day, on the seventh day. Oh, Oz! That's when we were saved. Now, one second. Yeah, Paru said, you're free, you're free, you're free. Since when do you believe politicians? You believe those guys? Let's see, look at Rabbein B'chai. Rabbein B'chai says, We have Dalet L'shoinos of Gula. We have V'hoitzesi, V'yitzalti, V'gaalti, 
Belakachti. I'm going to take you out. I'm going to save you. I'm going to redeem you. And I will take you as my people. So last week we learned, Bahitzaisi is they literally stopped working on Rosh Hashanah. Bahitzalti, they walked out of Egypt. However, as we're going to see, that we were not really redeemed until God split the sea. Because a slave that leaves the domain of his master, who embittered their life for many years, and now the master sends them away and makes them free, so long as the master is still alive, the slave is afraid the master is going to come back and get him. The geula is not complete until you know the master is dead. Dead. That's why it does not say the word geula in Parshas Boy and Mishalach until... Paru was still alive. But you know what? A, a president is just a puppet of the people. If there are no people, then... Uh, we're, now, by the way, I just gave a shir tonight. I didn't post it yet. Uh, the Balaturim. Check out the Balaturim shirim on, on every week now. You know about this? Every week. Torah anytime for now. As soon as it's going to be on something called Al Parsha. The Balaturim on the Parsha. Tonight we did 11 Balaturims on Parsha. Very nice. By the way, how do Chazal know that Paro still survived? Amazing Balaturim. It says, Vayaminu anshe ninve beiloikim. And it says, Vayaminu vashem of Moshe Avdoi. Vayaminu vayaminu. So, through the Vayaminu vashem Moshe Avdoi, Paroi, who became the king of Ninveh, ultimately did Shuva and it was by Yaminu Anti Ninveh Bilakim. Okay, bottom line is that as long as your master is still alive, you are not redeemed until the master is dead. By look in the Svarno, number 16. That until the master is dead, you're not free. You know what you are? You're a runaway slave. Mm. A s- but Paro was drowned in the. He, you know, he was. He had so much um, water in his lungs. He was in the Egyptian hospital. They put him on a respirator, and uh, who knows how long he was on the respirator for. That respirator was hurting his lung. He never recovered from that. It was really. It was not. They didn't think Paro was going to make it. You know, so so Paro became a non-entity. Says the Svarno, as long as a master is still alive, the subjects are not considered free. They're considered ka'avodim barchem, runaway slaves. Comes the shach al-atar, look at number 15. On that day when they saw Mitzrayim dead, then they considered themselves saved. Because the slave that runs away, as long as the master is alive, he considers himself a slave, because maybe the master will catch up to him. Ah! Here we come to the uh, Chiddush of the night. On the holy night of Tu that the Avnei Nezer says, the Chiddushay Torah begin to come to a person every year on Tu As the sap rises in the tree, Avnei Nezer said he felt a invigorating <laughs> renaissance in his ability to be Mechadesh Chiddushim because the main tree, Ada Ki Adam Eitz and a person's fruits are their Chidushe Torah, and beginning to Bishvat, the Avnei Nezer felt uh, his Soyrus, his Chadshus, and his Chidushe Torah. You ready for this Chidush? Comes the Holy Nitziv, and according to this Chidush, we're going to answer the question on the Magin Avram, and answer the Kivager's Kasha, the Chsam Soyrus Kasha, the Shagis Ari's Kasha.
You ready? Everybody ready? Yeah. I know it's hard to breathe in the mask, and it causes slumber and tiredness, but rouse yourself to hear this amazing uh, chiddush. Comes Vinitsev. Earlier on in Bereshis, in Paragzayin, Pasuk Hey, it says that Hashem is going to cause the Egyptians to send us mitoicham from among them, which means that we would leave for good and never come back. However, when the Mitzrayim decided to chase us away, they didn't hasten lemaher l'shalcham mitoicham, but rather lemaher l'shalcham min ha'aretz. Why? Because they thought we were going to go to the desert and have three days in the desert, Sinai and Daba, we're going to have a, a three-day Yarche Kala, and we're coming right back. They didn't think we were going free. We didn't go free psychologically until the Yamsuf split. Ah, oh, says in itself, this is the reason why the Gemara Megillah and Daf Yudalit says, Shiras Hayam is Me'avdus L'cheros. Somehow, the Netziv is saying that this idea answers the Kasha of the Shagas Aryeh. This is Pshan the Gemara that the Gemara says, Shir Sayam was me Avdus Lucheros. And we asked the question, it wasn't our question, it was the Kasha of the Shagas Aryeh. What do you mean? Az Yashir was Misalachayim. Comes Rabbi Rucham Olshin and he explains that. This understanding of Kriyas Yamsuf would answer both the Shagas Ari's question and the question of Sam Soifer. It's Mamish very clear, a very glata lambdas. Ready? Shagas Ari asked, how could the Gemara make a Kavachoymer that if they sang the song when they left the Yamsuf, they were saved from the Yamsuf, certainly they should sing in the time of Purim. Yamsuf was not Abdus Sacheros, it was Misa Lachayim. Says Rabbi Rucham Olshin, based on all the above sources, the Gra, the Yushalmi, the Shach, Rabbeinu Machaye, the Natsiv, the Svarno. Yes, were our lives in danger at the Yam? Absolutely. Did the Mitzrayim try to kill us? For sure. But what were we singing about at the Yam? We were not singing, thank you God that you saved our skin. That's not what the song was about. The song of the Yam Suf was, thank you God that you took us out of Mitzrayim. Say, what do you mean that happened seven days ago? Yeah, it happened seven days ago. But we were not confident that it would last until the sea split. So at the splitting of the sea, we thanked Hashem, thank you God, for seven days ago. We weren't confident that what happened seven days ago until the sea split. You're right, at the Yom, our lives were in danger, but we weren't thanking God for saving our lives. That's not what we were singing for. I'm sure we were grateful for that, and that was included in the song. But the objective of Shiras Hayam was me'avdos l'cheros, because until your Adon dies, you're not a free man. We were thanking God at the Yom for the freedom. By Yoish Hashem, that's when God redeemed us. From Mitzrayim is the Shiras Hayam. So we asked, what do you mean? Shiras Hayam was Misa L'chayim. Yes, it was a situation of Nisachem, but that's not what the Shira was for. The Shira was for Yitziah Me'avdos L'cheros. What's very interesting is, so if I were to ask you, when really should the Jews have sung to God? On the way out. 
on day one. The only thing is, they weren't confident that it would be final, so they delayed the song until they knew it was final. So really, the Jews, you would say, then the proper terminology is, they delayed the song. Ah, if you look in Rashi and Parsha Shlach, Rashi says the eight strings of the tzitzis correspond to the eight days the Jews delayed singing the song. All the Mepharshim ask, it was seven days, and we had a share on that also, but um, that's for a different time. But the language of Chazal is, the Jewish people delayed singing the shira. What do you mean they delayed? That's a, they didn't delay it. The shira was that God split the sea. No. The shira was that He redeemed us. It's just we weren't confident in the redemption until the sea split. If you look at Rashi, at the very end of Parashas Shalach, Rashi says, Ah, coming to the Mugen Avram. Yeah. Well, the, they were somewhat criticized for delaying. It seems to be, but, but the, the rocks are before. We learned that the reason they weren't really free was because they were afraid that the masters are going to come right. and take them back. So right. the masters died, they weren't, they weren't really free. They weren't free. They weren't free. So it's not even such a delay. Maybe they waited. So until they could be confident. But but we do find, on the one hand, they delayed the song. But on the other hand, we have tzitzis to remember that. So maybe it wasn't necessarily a critique. But listen to this. But we're thanking Hashem for killing them. Truth is, there's no word about Mimi Salachayim. Yes, there is. It doesn't say God saved our life. He it just He the killed the, the Egyptians. He killed the Egyptians. He killed the whole army. That's all about murder. It's all about killing the Egyptians. Murder? Yes. It's all, that's all about praising how strong God is. By the way, I'll share last week. I, last, listen to this. Last week I shared a question with you from the Chikre Leiv about um, um, why it doesn't say Pidyon in Bereshus. Remember that? Yeah. I'll show you another question about from the Chikre Leiv on the Sixth Parsha. In the whole Shira Sayam, you know whose name does not appear in the whole Shira? Right. What's your Shemoshi? What do you want? Oh, All right. <laughs> no, I'm Say sorry. Part, sorry, part. sorry. You know what it doesn't Say say? Part. You know who it doesn't say in Shir Sayyam? Avram. Elisha. I know it doesn't say. You know. So, but also besides Elisha, it doesn't say Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim. It doesn't say Tzlachar either. It doesn't say Mitzrayim. Oz Yashem, right? The whole Shira. The word Mitzrayim. Markovoy's Paroi. Yeah. The whole song is against Paroi. Omar Oyev, Erdoy, that's Paroi talking. Mitzrayim is not mentioned in the whole Shira. Kivosus Paroi. Paroi is like a star, star, uh, gets a spotlight. No mention of Mitzrayim. Anyway, Marvara Baisa has come to, back to the Magen Avram. Says the Holy Magen Avram. Magen Avram says 
if you sing Oz Yashir, your yoyt say the mitzvah of Zechiras Yitzis Mitzrayim. And Achsam Soifer and Rebbe Kivegar asks, what do you mean? That's not, you're not mentioning the day that we left Egypt. Yes, you are. Oz Yashir is not thanking Hashem for saving our lives when the Egyptians were running after us on day 7. Az Yashir is, thank you Hashem for taking us out on the 15th of Nisan. It's just we can't be confident that that was a grand finality until the Egyptians died seven days later. But it's not, in other words, the Pasuk doesn't have to say you have to save the day we left Egypt. You just have to remember the day we left Egypt. And Az Yashir is a song of gratitude to the Rebbe for the day we left Egypt. It just on that day we couldn't sing because we weren't confident that it was a grand finality. But seven days later when the Egyptians were dead, that in effect was a song of gratitude that Hashem took us out on day one. I, Rebbe Kivegar Nechsam Soifer asks, the Medrash says, if you just say, Kriyas Yamsof, and you say, God split the sea, you're not Yoytzei Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. That's right. If you just say, God made a miracle and split the sea, that's not good enough, because you're not thanking Hashem for taking us out of Egypt. But if you sing Oz Yashir, Oz Yashir is not just thanking Hashem for the miracle of splitting the sea. Oz Yashir, as the Gemara says, is, Me'avdus L'cheros, is the song of gratitude for the freedom. Oh, song of gratitude for the freedom. That is sufficient to be able to be yoytze the mitzvah of Zechir Yitzchak So again, the Magen Avraham Paskins, if you say, Oz Yashir, you yoytze the mitzvah of Zechir Yitzchak I, the Medrash says, Kriyas Yamsuf doesn't cut it. Kriyas Yamsuf doesn't cut it. Oz Yashir does cut it. I, it's not the day we left Egypt. Yes, Oz Yashir is thanking Hashem for the day we left Egypt. Yeah. I, the Shagasari, ask, why does the Gemara say Oz Yashir is... It is a situation of Mimisa L'chaim, but the song is not thanking Hashem for Mimisa L'chaim. The song is thanking Hashem for Avdos L'cheros. And we will hold the first segment over here. If anybody wants to stick around for about 10 minutes, we'll have a little clip on Tubishvat. We'll give you some peros. You'll make some brachos. And... Uh, you will bring down from the heavens Shefa Brachavatsah. Okay, that will conclude the uh, first. Yeah.